Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Is it crazy to anybody else that it's hockey season and that the NBA starts in two weeks? It's crazy to me. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuan as we're coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Happy to be with you here on this Tuesday. As always, ton of stuff to get to today, so we got to get cracking. Ha! Like my play on words there? The Seattle cracking. Back for yet another year. We'll be the affiliate this year. The NHL is back in uh, in uh, in total starting uh, this week. But we have our first Kraken game tonight. So uh, we'll go in reverse order of what we're going to hear from today. Edward Fitzhugh, the play-by-play man for the Kraken, will join us a little later on. Andrew Houghton caught up with him. Andrew, by the way, back in the saddle. Glad he's feeling better. Uh, before we do any of that, though, we'll get to all the prep sports results, particularly on the football field. From the weekend that was, we will also uh, hear from Pat Duchesne Sr. He's the head coach of the Florence Falcons. Florence off to an undefeated start, 7-0, number one in Class B. Does that sound familiar? That's because they're the two-time defending state champions. Really impressive what they've been able to do. We also have Pete Hamill in studio with us from Vertical Rays. He uh, has his Vertical Rays Class AA Player of the Week. We also have our Treasure State Stars highlighting some of the best individual performances and that's all at hour number one, uh, individual performances from around the state of Montana. That's all at hour number one. Then hour number two, Justin Engel will be in studio with us to talk uh, the overlay between business and sports on the business angle. And uh, then we'll hear from Edward Fitzhugh, and then hopefully we'll hear from Levi Janicaro. He is a senior captain linebacker for the uh, Grizz football team. We're actually efforting Levi and uh, Keelan White as well, but because of... The, uh, the way that the receivers roll, Tuesdays they usually stay well past 6 o'clock, so they're not really available to come on the show live. So we'll catch up with a Grizz linebacker instead and then maybe get with Keelan tomorrow or maybe later on in the season as well. Of course, one of the games of the week in the Big Sky Conference as well as around the FCS is in Moscow, Idaho on Saturday night as the uh, 16th-ranked Grizz go on the road to play at the Kibbe Dome Uh I was going to say under the lights, but it's an indoor stadium, so of course it's under the lights. But it will be a night game, and uh, it's on ESPN2, so certainly a ton of fanfare leading up to that. So jam-packed show, ton of guests to get to. If you want to stream Nuanas now, you always can, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live. That's where you're going to find the stream. And if you want to be a part of the show, 406 
888-1029. That's 888-1029. And all guests join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Uh, before we get to the prep scoreboard from um, Friday Night Lights on Friday, I got some... I, I, I got... I got a little bit of beef. I I don't actually know if it's beef. I, I just disagree with the new playoff format in Major League Baseball. I I think that they're moving in on on the target, but they're they're surrounding the bullseye. They are not hitting the bullseye. Why do I say that? I, I know there's a lot of excitement right now with what's going on, but it seems to me as if there's a profound advantage for the teams that played in the wild card round and then are coming into this uh, divisional series with a ton of momentum. And you're seeing that across the board. I guess my argument would be, I, I totally get that teams like the Rangers and the Diamondbacks, they had to play their way into the playoffs. They had to really make moves down the stretch to, to get their wild card spots. And then, you know, if you're the Rangers, for example, if you go on the road and sweep your wild card series... I mean, the Rangers are the first team in Major League Baseball history to win four straight road games. That in itself is impressive, but it's also, you know, it, there hasn't ever been a possibility for that because you don't play four straight road games unless you have uh, the end of a series into the beginning of a series. It's just sort of a unique scenario right now. But either way, I guess my biggest argument against this, I, I don't think that the, the three-game series off the top for Major League Baseball is a bad thing. That's that's fine with me. I just think that the two things that I would like to see altered is, one, I don't like divisional opponents playing so early. Like right now in the National League, it's the all-NL West series with the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. It's the all-NL East series with uh, the Braves and the Phillies. And I also think it just it completely disregards and completely marginalizes the advantage that the top seeds should have the Atlanta Braves had one of the great seasons of, uh, I mean, truly one of the great seasons of all time, but definitely one of the great seasons of the modern era. Since we've seen this influx of analytics and just the sort of the changes in the game, there really hasn't been anybody that's had as prolific of a season in terms of just hitting the baseball and just rolling through the competition like the Atlanta Braves have. And what's their what's their reward? They got to play a divisional rival who is absolutely scorching hot in the Phillies. I don't know. I I, I just think it's uh, I think there's some adjustments left to be made. They they they've made good ones. They still have some other stuff to to be made to make this perfect. What say you? What do you guys think back there? Andrew and Jeff sitting on the other side of the glass here uh, on Nuanas now. Am I off base here? Or I mean, I, I just I I just think that the Braves and the Dodgers should have a bigger advantage than they have. And the Orioles, too. Yeah, Coulter, I got to say, disagree with you on all counts there. I think part of it's just the accident of the Diamondbacks, the Phillies, the Rangers are playing really well right now. I think that if, you know, the Braves were up 2 to nothing in that series or the Dodgers were up 2 to nothing in that series, we could make the exact opposite point, right? I think that there are a bunch of advantages to, to having that time off. Of course, I see your, the point that you're making. Because baseball is a game that's predicated on such small margins, especially yes. for hitters. Yes. That taking time off and then having to come back into a playoff atmosphere is really difficult. Yes. But is that more or less than the advantage of, you know, getting to set your pitching staff? Getting to yeah. go with the guy that you want in game one well, while, the, while the wild card team's scheduling to get their ducks in a row? I, here's, I guess, I, I have had this crazy love affair with baseball where I was obsessed with it. Is my favorite sport to play and to coach and to follow for pretty much the whole first 18 or 20 years of my life. Then Game of Shadows and the Mitchell Report and all that stuff came out, and then I went completely away from baseball. Then I've been trying to get back into it because I wanted to convince myself, hey, you're not that millennial that just has too short of attention span to actually appreciate baseball because I do appreciate the nuances of baseball. But I will say, regardless of what you think of this playoff format, Playoff baseball is awesome to watch no matter what. But to me, let's say the Rangers go and go out and win tonight. That then makes the regular season completely irrelevant. Why would I ever be engaged in the regular season if a team that can have the best record in the American League can just lose in three days? 
Well, regular season baseball and playoff baseball are two completely different things. I think right. regular season baseball is just something that's that's there every day. I mean, you're supposed to be following it. I mean, 162 games. It's just sort of there in the background, and, and you understand that, you know, as much as we like to think this, nobody is going all out every day in a 162-game season. That's right. That's right. That's right. Playoff baseball is a completely different animal. Yes. So maybe, uh, you know, maybe you're saying that it's wrong that the teams who, who do well in the regular season maybe aren't built for the playoffs as much. But I just think it, it's two different tests, right? It's two different yeah. tests of how good you are as a baseball team. And it's important that uh, the good teams are good at both. You have to be good over the the day-to-day, day-in, day-out, the grind. That's yeah. how everybody describes it of the regular season. Yep. You also have to be good in the the bright lights, 45,000 people screaming, uh hyper-focused spotlight of the playoffs, and I kind of like that test. And I also, talking about the hyper-focused spotlight, loving the divisional rivalries in the playoffs. I think this Atlanta-Phillies series, ton of juice because they're divisional rivals, right? Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, I think Phillies going to bring the juice against everybody. That That's just kind of the culture that they have. Their home field's crazy right now. I guess I can see both sides of it. I guess I just need to readjust my mindset. I'm a huge NBA fan. Guess who's not watching the NBA until April? Me. <laughs> like, at all. Because I totally understand the way that... I just understand the league so much better because I've just followed it so much more intensely in recent years, right? Like, I understand load management. They're not going to play that much. You can see the teams that are actually going to be built to win in the playoffs and in the conference finals. And then you just wait for those series to roll around and then hope you're right. And usually you are because you can identify it pretty darn easily. Maybe I need to do that uh, with baseball. An update on what went down last night. Phillies and Braves. The Braves outlasted the Phillies 5-4. to four. It was a great game and a huge win for Atlanta. And uh, the Diamondbacks, they push the Dodgers to the brink. Arizona's up 2 nothing with a chance to close it out. Uh, I believe tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, uh, the late game, Dodgers in Arizona. So uh, we'll see if the Dodgers can survive another day. Today, right now, the Astros are up 6-0 on Minnesota. This one's in Minneapolis. That series is tied 1-1. So if that holds, the Astros will be up 2-1 with a chance to to close it out tomorrow in uh, in Minneapolis. And then the, uh, the late game tonight, Orioles... At Rangers, and the Rangers have the best team in the American League on the ropes. They're up 2 nothing. Texas is, and that game's in Arlington. So uh, do we have that game tonight? Is that is that on our radio dial? Oh, no, we, we have the crack it, of course, yes. As I already said, I pay attention well. <laughs> These guys are always telling me what's coming up on the radio, and I always listen, but I uh, I rarely remember. That's right, we have the Kraken coming up, as uh, we'll preview. But either way, we'll have Major League Baseball playoffs or the Kraken or or Grizz Hockey pretty prevalently throughout the uh, the rest of the uh, calendar year and into early on uh, next year as well. I also told you last night that we'd give you an update on Monday Night Football. I mean, what what a uh, <laughs> what a game to watch last night. First of all, it it's crazy to me how much film NFL teams watch, how much they prepare, and Still how sometimes they are completely unprepared for the most obvious things. How do the Packers not have a plan for Max Crosby last night? I mean, this guy's just completely destroying the game. He had five tackles for a loss. That's like half a season for a good NFL defensive lineman. This guy's just destroying the Packers across the board. I also thought Jordan Love looked awful. I'm not ready to send him up the river yet, but... He's got to make some adjustments, and the Packers need to make some adjustments. Aaron Jones is a late scratch. First of all, it killed my fantasy team. Second of all, it killed my bet. And third of all, it killed the Packers. They got, I mean, with the young skill guys they got around Jordan Love, they got to find a way to get Aaron Jones back in the fold. And even with what we saw last night with the Packers not looking very good and the Raiders, you know, the superstar Max Crosby, emerging superstar, really dictating the game, I still don't know what I think about either of these teams. I still think they're both this kind of middle-of-the-road teams. When it comes to betting and predicting, I would say stay away from these two teams until we know a little bit more. The Raiders could and should be pretty good on offense. Jimmy Garoppolo is okay. 
He's fine. He's adequate. Uh, but Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers is a great receiving duo. Josh Jacobs, he looks like he's regressed since last year, but he's still a very good running back. And uh, the line's okay. So I'm having a hard time evaluating the Raiders uh, on either side of the ball because Crosby's a great player, but I don't know about the rest of their defense. It was a weird game last night. Certainly uh, much less appealing than a lot of the other games that we watched uh, on Sunday. So we'll we'll see where both those teams go. Nuanas Valley has been Radio's Diving our Prep Extra. It's presented by Farmer State Bank. Here's a look at your scoreboard from last Friday night. We actually brainstorming before the show how to get these scores out to you a little bit earlier, so stay tuned on that. We might have a little bulletin board coming up for you that might be able to run on ESPN Radio uh, earlier on in the week. But we always want to give you the news, give you the results, and also break it all down. So here's a couple quick thoughts about what went down over the weekend. Uh, first of all, Bozeman High, they're the, the last remaining undefeated team in Class AA. They win 28-0 over Great Falls CMR. Good effort by the Hawks to get to 7-0. They're certainly a team on a mission. Another game we highlighted last week, number one versus number two in Class A, the second-ranked Dylan Beavers take care of number one Hamilton, 35-14. A great effort by Dylan, and uh, they're now in the driver's seat in the Class A rankings. And then in Class B, number one versus number three, Florence Carlton, the top-ranked Falcons, they take out Eureka, 35-14. So Florence remains undefeated as well. They are now 7-0. So those are your uh, undefeated teams. In AA, it's Bozeman at 7-0. In A, you have Dillon as well as Billing Central. They beat Harden 49-0. So the Rams keep pace in Class A. Uh, And then in Class B, Florence, the lone remaining undefeated team as well. They knock Eureka from the ranks of the undefeated. And uh, the uh, the Falcons certainly cruising. We'll hear from Pat Duchesne, the head coach of Florence here. Uh, in just a few minutes. Other double-A scores for you. Number two, Bozeman Gallatin. They also kept pace. Uh, they've won a couple in a row after their crosstown loss to Bozeman High. Uh, Gallatin takes out their other sort of cross-valley rival in Belgrade. For those unfamiliar in that part of southwest Montana, Belgrade's only six miles from Bozeman. Belgrade High School and Bozeman Gallatin High School are probably like a six, six or seven-minute drive from each other based on where they're at. So uh, certainly a little bit of a rivalry aspect there. But Gallatin's rolling. Belgrade's having a hard time since they moved up to AA. Uh, the Missoula games that we highlighted last week, Big Sky versus Capital uh, in Helena. C- Capital has little trouble, 33-7. to A little bit surprised by that. Um, but that then makes a logjam in the West because Helena High beat Missoula Sentinel in Missoula. So big-time win for the Bengals. They've now uh, won a couple in a row after their crosstown loss to Capital. And now you got this logjam right in the middle of the West. Helena Capital, Helena High, and Missoula Sentinel are all four and three right now. Big Sky now three and four. It was 28 14, Helena High over Sentinel, by the way. We'll get to a little bit more on that game uh, a little bit later on. Crosstown up in the Flathead, Kalispell Glacier cruises past Kalispell Flathead 42 to six. And the, the other Thursday night game this last week, Billings West outlasts Great Falls High 20-14. to 14. Other Class A scores, Prep X represented by Farber State Bank. Farber State Bank, been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Frenchtown, they got back on track 35-7 over Ronan. Brody Hardy ran for two touchdowns and passed for two more as the Bronx got past the Chiefs. Columbia Falls, they rolled Libby 41-0. Laurel beats Haver 30-17. And Lewistown, after their first loss two weeks ago to Dillon, excuse me, to Billing Central, uh, Lewistown is, uh, have now won two in a row. They beat Miles City 33-6. Butte Central, they get their first win of the year. They beat Park High, that's Livingston, 17-14. And Whitefish, they crush Steve I 62-14. Other Class B scores, Red Lodge, uh, no trouble with Roundup, 55-6. Anaconda gets on the board. They beat Whitehall 18-7. Travis Dye returned an interception, 84 yards for a score, and Brody Galley threw for a score and ran for another one as the Copperheads not only won their first game of the season, they also took their first lead period this year. It's been tough sledding for Anaconda, so good to see them get on the board. Manhattan uh, destroys three forks. That's a number five versus number six game, 46-8. The Tigers uh, beat up on the Wolves. Number seven, Shepard. They roll past Huntley Project 42-28. This game had a ton of history in it. Aiden Lammers, 405 yards rushing. Holy cow. 30 carries for 405 and five touchdowns. 
pretty darn impressive. That's a if you're, if you're familiar with it, the, the Billings area, Yellowstone County, Shepherd and Huntley Project are seriously right up the road from each other. They're like ten miles apart. So this is a arch rival situation. So it probably feels pretty good if you're Shepherd uh, to get that win. A couple other Class B scores for you. Cutbank earned their first victory in 18 years at Fairfield. They won in Fairfield 48-6. to Third-ranked Columbus, they pounded Townsend 48-7. And then 10th-ranked Jefferson, they clobbered Big Timber 69-6. In eight-man, St. Ignatius Mission High School up there uh, in the in Valley County, they uh, beat up on Darby 62-20. Our Lee, no trouble with Troy. Uh, Arley, the Warriors, number four in Class C, eight-man. Uh, they roll past Troy, 42-0. Lone Peak, one of the upsets of the week in eight-man. They beat Sims, who's the sixth-ranked team in eight-man as of last week. Lone Peak, 64, Sims, 36. Ennis, who's number two in eight-man. They blitz Shoto, 72-14. Number three, Belt, who's the uh, defending state champion in eight-man. They drub Harlem, 78-6. Sealy Swan outlasts Cascade, 54-36. Charlotte. Uh, beats up on Superior 52 to 12, and then 10th ranked Manhattan Christian crushes Deer Lodge 72 to nothing. A couple six man scores for you. These ones are a little harder to track down. But number 10, Custer Heisham Melstone. Uh, they roll past Broadview Levina 72 33. And then number four, Centerville pitches a, shub, a shutout over Hobson Moore 45 to 0. Luke Kelly, three touchdown passes and two rushing touchdowns uh, as Centerville pummels the Titans to remain. Undefeated. We continue to see outstanding football teams from around Western Montana. The Beirut Valley's got a bunch of them, and maybe done better than the Florence Falcons. Our prep extra continues, highlighting various storylines from around the wide world of high school sports in Montana. Very football heavy this year or this time of year. And there were some huge games this last week, uh, a lot of games that taught us a little bit of something about all the classifications of high school football, including in Class B. Florence, a huge 35-14 win over Lincoln County. That's Eureka, Eureka for those keeping track. Pat Shane Sr., the head coach of the Florence Falcons, joins us. Coach, uh, thanks for being here. First of all, what's been the key to your guys' great start here? I mean, you're 7-0, one of the last undefeated teams in the classification. What's been going well for you guys there at Florence? You know, I think uh, it's boiled down to, similar to years past, um, maybe we're not as dynamic on offense, but uh, our defense is just playing lights out. You know, Coach uh, Coach Goodnight and Coach Keenan, um, Hendrickson, and, and, and we have a new DBs, Coach, Coach Jeff. Um, you know, they're just putting together phenomenal game plans week in and week out. Um, they spend more hours, I think, probably than most high school coaches do, um, breaking film and, and getting it put together. And, and I think it showed, you know, when you can go through seven games and only give up 41 points, um, you know, it, it, it tells you that we're, we're, we're a defensive loaded team. Five shutouts in seven games. I mean, that's like the stat of the week right there. That's an incredible number, especially this day and age. It, you know, it's the way offenses have gone. So, I mean, you mentioned the coaches. What else have been the key factors to just how you guys are, are playing defensively? Well, you know, we have, we, we've been able to build some depth with some younger kids. Yeah. Um, we've got some sophomores stepping in there. Um, playing good ball. We got some juniors stepping in and playing some good ball. Um, you know, and, and anytime you have a little bit of a, uh, a depth chart, you know, in class B especially, it, it helps because most of these guys are going both ways. And, and if we can get them off for a series one way or the other, um, they're going to be that much more fresh when they, when they get back out on the field. Well, it seems like it shows just the, the pride in the in the program and the defensive performance as well. When you're when you're winning games by you know six, seven, eight touchdowns, and I'm sure you guys are playing a lot of younger guys late in those games, but those kids seem like they're probably stepping up and, and helping you maintain those shutouts as well. Well, that's what I was gonna say. We got a great uh, you know athletic wise, you know the the skill position wise, we got a great bunch of uh, freshmen um, you know and then some other sophomores coming in maybe some other juniors that are they're vying for some playing time but not quite there yet they they know the expectation right it's easy to it's easy to send your young guys in and say go 
go stop them, but we don't even have to tell them that. They go out there and they take as much pride in those shutouts, you know, going and most of the time when we're, we're, we're putting those guys in, they're still going against number ones, you know, from the opposing team. Um, so, so we get them out there and I think that's kind of one of our, you know, one of the smaller keys to the success down here is, is get those guys valuable reps against some juniors and seniors and, and, and then look, turn them loose on the JV game. Patrick Shane here on Nuana's Now ESPN Radio. He's the head coach of the Florence Carlton Falcons. Off to a 7-0 start uh, in the Class B ranks. I know when we talked before the season, Coach, you were, you were hoping and, and expecting that some of that instilled culture that you, you guys have built over the last handful of years would continue carrying over, and it seems like that has been the case. So, I mean, that must bring you a lot of pride as a coach. You know, it's it's. I don't know if it's it, it's not necessarily a prideful thing for me, but just proud of these kids. Yeah. You know, proud yeah. of them buying in. Um, you know, to it because ultimately we firmly believe down here that that everything we're teaching them, you know, whether they agree with it right now or not, will carry with them down the line and 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 hopefully create some some men of character, you know, some some men that are that are willing to contribute to society and 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 hopefully one day they'll see it and they'll look back and go, you know, that that kind of started with 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 the sport of football. When it comes to the last win, I mean, that was a game that had a lot of eyes on it with a couple of the best teams uh, in Class B. Uh, what was the turning point? How were you guys able to finish that one off against Eureka? You know, there again, I think it, it was it was defensive centered. Offensively, we played very poor. Probably one of our worst offensive outings of the season. We got a lot of stuff we got to get cleaned up on that side of the ball. Um, but for those guys to go out and hold them at seven, um, you know, in the first half, we gave up a, a quick score because our offense sputtered when we came out. Um, we let them score, and, and, and you know they're in the game. It's Eureka, right? Trevor, Trevor's a good friend of mine. Um, they do a phenomenal job. Those kids execute well. And, you know, let's be honest, like the, the ball could have bounced the other direction you know, than what we wanted to, and that game's a different story. They're they're a top end program in this state. They've proved it for years in and years out. Um, you know, we 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 hope that both of us, him and I, were talking earlier today, and, and we hope that we can get better as the season goes on, and, and maybe we'll get a chance to see each other again. I think that that's uh, definitely a, a possibility for sure. Uh, how about this Friday's game? Then you got Thompson Falls on the docket. Uh, they've been back and forth between eight man and, and class B, but I know they got a little bit improved numbers. So, uh, what's your what's your scout? What what do you think of the upcoming matchup? You know they do. They've they've got some good numbers out. Um, they got that Hayden Hanks kid, um, which you have to, you know, he's he's going to Boise State, and you you gotta you gotta account for that guy, you know, in all in all facets of the of of their defensive scheme. What I really like that uh, Coach Koskal has done up there, you know, as the season progressed, is they've kind of found an identity, um, and it's nice to see, you know, and those kids are working schematically now um and you know that takes a while you you go from eight man football up to 11 man football and it it, it it changes the whole scheme of things you know you have to have the right athletes for the right positions but they're tough i mean they come they lay they lay the sticks they you know they it's it they are not a walkover team by any means they're a they're a very solid team and they're on the up and up for sure four and stops of falls friday night the falcons Looking to remain undefeated, Patrick Sheen, Sr., the head coach of Florence, joining us here on Nuwaz Now. Coach, we appreciate the time. As always, thanks so much, and the best of luck this weekend. Colter, appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you. We'll be talking to you soon. Prep Extra, presented by Farmer State Bank, enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Lots of great candidates again. Our vertical raise, Class AA, Player of the Week. Next is right after this, Pete Hamill in studio with us. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. 
mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. That is now on ESPN Radio. I skipped my annual Trampled by Turtles appearance this year. I don't know why. I'm definitely going back next year, especially since I know my pal likes it. Welcome back. Nuance Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It's time for our Vertical Rays Class AA Player of the Week, Pete Hamill from Vertical Rays uh, in studio. So, you, uh, Okay, so Travel by Turtles is sweet, but sometimes they get stuck. Are you a jam band guy? Not really, but I just really enjoy them. Like, you cut it off right when he was going into that solo. Um, well, because it would have taken seven more minutes for to sure. come back. I like that they put five folding chairs across the stage, and they sit down, and they yep. just rip. And yep. I think it's cool. And everybody kind of gets the spotlight at yep. one time or another, and they, they do a good job. They're awesome. If you can see them live, they uh, pretty much made annual appearances every summer. So uh, next time they're around, uh, certainly uh, worth worth checking out. So you got Glasgow ties. This is our awesome book that Jeff Welsh has helped us with. Jeff Welsh's uh, Montana Greats from A to Z, the greatest athletes from 264 Montana communities. You ever heard of Steve Reeves? No. Okay, Steve. You're curveballing me right now. I, didn't I know. Steve Reeves is a bodybuilder. He's born in Glasgow. Reeves has an illustrious bodybuilding career, in which he was a former Mr. Olympia. Larry Descott described him as the best-looking, best-built man God ever created. Reeves was at various times Mr. America in 1947, Mr. World in 1948, Mr. Universe three years in a row, 1948 through 1950. He play, his uh, ripped physique earned him the lead role in the 1958 movie Hercules. He later turned down the part that went to Clint Eastwood in A Fistful of Dollars and reportedly also rejected the overture to play James Bond in Dr. No. Uh, Reeves was born just north of Glasgow, spent part of his youth in Helena before moving to Oakland, California, died of cancer in 2000. His ashes scared, scattered on his cousin's ranch in Big Snowy Mountain near Lewistown. So I had never heard of Steve Reeves either. Yeah, me neither. I mean, there's not that much to do in Glasgow, so I guess <laughs> hit the gym, right? See, that guy is awesome, though, because bodybuilding has had so many different iterations, and it's been it's become tainted because there's so much, you know, illicit performance-enhancing drug use. I got a lot of respect for the guy doing it in 1948, though, because that, that was probably when it was completely clean because there was really nothing to take. For sure. Yeah, they didn't have the the pharmaceutical tech back then. I'm going to ask my, Steve Reeves. Steve Reeves. Isn't he, he's not a Scotty alum, though, is he? I don't know. I don't think so. I must also make a correction. Last time Pete was in, we were talking about St. Mary's Air Force Base, and I said that back in the, uh, the 40s and 50s and 60s, they were doing fighter jet tests for the cold. That's actually not true. Boeing has a testing center there now. So they are testing planes for the cold, but it wasn't... Uh, That's not why. It wasn't, for, it wasn't for the war. No. It, it was uh, more strategically placed to protect all the missile silos in that uh, part of the country. Uh, all right, so we do this every week, our Class AA Player of the Week, and a lot of our nominees are going to spill into our Treasure State stars. So in an effort to stay on track because we have so many guests today, anytime Pete talks about somebody that isn't getting this award but is also getting recognized in Treasure State Stars, we'll check them off so I don't have to repeat myself. Uh, in the meantime, if you want some Tagliari Deli, we got it for you. It's Tag Tuesday presented by Tagliari. They got two locations now, one in the Sawmill District, one the OG location there on the corner of Beckwith and Higgins. You want 25 bucks from Tag? Call right now. Fastest to the draw. Call number one, 406 888 1029. That's 888 Tag Tuesday presented by Tagliari. Each and every Tuesday here on Nuanas Now. All right, so uh, last week was an interesting week in Class AA. A lot of results I maybe didn't expect. What did you not expect? Uh, I didn't I didn't expect Helena High That's to... the only one I didn't uh, And I thought the, the Capital Big Sky game would be more competitive than uh, it was. Yeah, fair. And, um, but we got a log jam out west for sure. Glacier and Butte out in front of everybody. And then uh, Big Sky, Capital, 
Sentinel and Helena High are all kind of jammed there in the middle. So, but what what, the, what do you got for our nominees this week? Uh, we'll go through it pretty quick because there wasn't really any insane performances. Yeah. There was in Class B, but not in Class AA. Um, Grant Vegan has been great all year. It was hot again for Gallatin. Um, three touchdown passes, and they rolled over Belgrade. I'm um, so interested to see what this kid becomes. Yeah. Because you know, his, his father is Brent Vegan, the head coach at Montana State. So he also obviously has great athletic lineage. His dad has coached a bunch of great quarterbacks throughout his career. If you ever seen Coach Vegan, he's a massive man. I mean, he is huge. And his kid is taller than he is. Really? Like, when the moms post some pictures on Instagram, I'm like, is this kid like 6'7"? I mean, because Vegan's a good 6'5". He's a huge dude, so... And How tall is he? Do we know? I mean, I think he was listed at 6'6 in basketball last wow. year, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's a little taller than that. He's, he's still very skinny because he's only 16 years old, but, I mean, he's... He's uh, he's gonna be impressive if he fills out like his old man did. So cool. uh, he's an interesting prospect there at Glacier for sure. Uh, did not know that. Or at, um, at Gallatin, excuse me. Other games, Capital great across the board again, and like you said, they kind of rolled Big Sky. We talked a little bit about maybe Manu Melo gets this award because he caught the touchdown that slammed the door on Sentinel and yep. probably saved the Bengals season. Um, Bo Damaris, Butte keeps rolling, ran for three, or threw for three, ran for one. Um, Butte dominated Hellgate. But we are going to go with a kid that's been uh, exceptional all year. Uh, Kobe Dorches up at Glacier in the Thursday night game, a crosstown game in the Flathead, which should be at the end of the year and not on a Thursday. But, <laughs> I know. Um, Kobe Dorches, 146 yards, two touchdowns. Glacier makes it five in a row in that crosstown game. Congrats, Kobe, Vertical Race Player of the Week. You gotta love it. And Glacier's done a great job overall. They got, I mean, they had the, at, at the time, completely surprising upset loss in Butte. They were up 27 nothing, and they lost 28-27. And so you're thinking, okay, wow, early loss for the number one team in the state. How are they going to react to it? They've done nothing but just roll teams since then, and they are absolutely back in the driver's seat uh, in the West. So uh, certainly an interesting uh, rally by Glacier, and uh, Jackson Presley's been a huge part of it, but so is Kobe Dorches, he is uh, not only 146 yards and two touchdowns against Flathead, but uh, he's the second-leading rusher right now in Class AA. He's got 698 yards on the season. Uh, he scored seven total, or excuse me, nine total touchdowns, seven on the ground, and uh, he's having a great year. And it's duly impressive because not only is uh, he, he a very productive running back, but they they go for white all the time. I mean, they they don't they, they are one of the most Pass happy teams in Double A, so putting up yeah. those kind of numbers impressive. I mean, I think I have said this a whole bunch of times on this show. I think Glacier's really good. Um, they can run it, they can throw it. They're big, they're physical. They can they can do a lot of different things, um, and it's super impressive that he's having games like that when they're going four wide all the time. But if I had Jackson Presley, I would go four wide all the time too. <laughs> That's right, Jackson Presley, the uh, sophomore stud up there at Kalispell Glacier. He's already got a bunch of different offers after moving in from California. I mean, Grady Bennett calls him one of the best prospects he's ever had. That's saying something because Coach Bennett's coached uh, some great ones. By the way, uh, Manu Mello, one of our uh, Treasure State Stars of the Week, as was Grant Vegan. Um, and our other Class AA guy that I put on the list was Brady Casagrande. He had a couple touchdown runs and rushed for over 100 yards as Bozeman uh, cruised past CMR 28 nothing. So we'll just uh, check those guys off the list. I was teasing you earlier this week. Pete Hamill in studio with me uh, from Vertical Rays. I said, maybe we need to go outside the double-A ranks just for a minute because <laughs> this has been strictly double-A all year long and uh, highlight Aiden Lammers. 405 yards rushing, five touchdowns. Pretty impressive. Yeah, it's insane. Um, and I didn't get to watch film on that, but I was watching um, his YouTube highlights before I came in here. Kid's good. Um, he's got some wiggle to him. He's pretty fast. He's got some physicality to him. He's a good player. I also think that uh, they got a great scheme that's designed for him to just kill totally. it over there at Shepard. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, that's a big rivalry between Shepard and Huntley Project and Shepard uh, 42-28, so certainly some bragging rights. If, you don't, if you're not familiar, those schools are like 10 minutes apart, so certainly uh, some, uh, some arch rivalry vibes there. And, uh, I mean, 405 yards, that was one of the top five marks in the history of the state of Montana, so certainly, recognize, uh, certainly worth recognizing. Uh, multiple times. I haven't even looked at the the Class AA slate this week. It's, it's got to be some good ones, right? I haven't looked at it either. Um, we should know, I feel like. Yeah. Well, if, if, if I don't know, then who does, right? Um, it is coming down to it, though. I mean, it used to be a 10-game season, and now um, eight games in the regular season with the expansion uh, of the playoffs. Here's your uh, AA slate. Glacier, 
Big Sky on Thursday, so the Wolfpack have another Thursday game. Skyview Great Falls High, CMR versus Building Senior, Butte versus Helena, that's a big one. Flathead versus Capital, Sentinel Hellgate, so a little crosstown action here in Missoula. Bozeman Belgrade, and uh, Billings West versus Gallatin. So, uh, Billings West game is the best game of the week. Yep, right. West has been uh, West got off to a tough start. They had a really tough non-conference. And uh, they've just been kind of quietly rallying. They're like the third team right now in the East. Bozeman and Bozeman Gallatin is stealing all the headlines, but West's been playing well. Yeah. And so is, yeah, so is Gallatin. That should be a good one. Uh, Vertical Race, a awesome organization. They help raise money for a variety of different uh, types of organizations, including uh, high priority on high school sports. So uh, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they? Uh, probably the easiest way is to hit us up on Instagram. The handle is verticalrace406. That's a real easy way to do it. Um, they can also go to the website and just contact me directly. We branching out a little bit. We went over to Big Sky and nice. took care of your band and your choir the other day. Nice, cool. For the, the Big Sky Eagle alum. But, um, yeah, we got a big one coming up with the club sports at the University of Montana, too. Uh, for all your uh, friends that are listening in that think Russell Wilson is anything but the most deplorable <laughs> player in the NFL and the worst <laughs> athlete in America in terms of trying to follow him, you need a, a, a new lens on society. Russell Wilson is the AI quarterback. He does nothing but regurgitate completely inauthentic stuff. And I, it's not a coincidence the Seattle Seahawks are significantly better without him. There's my rant. <laughs> I agree with all of it. I, I, the worst part is when I'm calling you out and you're on the other side of the camera. You got nothing. You can't, you can't <laughs> even argue with me. If you want to, you can call us. 406-888-1029. Our Treasure State Stars next. Keep it right here. Who on is now? ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. He's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Who is now? ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It's time now for our Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, great place to get a loan in western Montana because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Well, history on Friday night for Aiden Lammers of Shepard. He rushed for 405 yards on 30 carries and scored five of his team's six touchdowns as the Mustangs continued uh, their red-hot season. They rolled their arch-rival, the Huntley Project Red Devils, they moved to 6-1 and one with the win. Lammers, his rushing yardage total ranks fourth all-time in the state, according to the Montana High School Association record book. Only uh, John Bannon of Deer Lodge. Oh, I had the rest of these written down, but then I actually deleted them. I, I don't remember the, the third one, but John Bannon of Deer Lodge had 512 yards in 2015. That's the record. Jolly Rigetti, who was a Whitefish product, who also went over 425 yards. He then came on to play for the Grizz. Pulled out his knee. It was a bad, is a tragic story because he was an awesome high school football player. Uh, those two guys also in the the four hundred club, and I'll look up the 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 fourth one, but I'll never forget Jolly's because it, uh, Jolly was uh, just a, a grade older than me, and so I was following that intensely when I was in high school, and I remember being so excited that he was coming to the Grizz, and then didn't work out for him because he got hurt, but still. Uh, name in the record books forevermore, as will Aiden Lammers' name uh, from Shepard. Lammers now has 1,425 yards and 19 touchdowns this season. So here's the most two of the most impressive parts rather outside of just the single-game total. One, the kid already had 1,000 yards rushing this year before he dropped 400. <laughs> so that fortifies the stats pretty good. Two, he's averaged 11.2 yards per carry. Three, he's averaging 238 yards per game. And maybe the most ridiculous part of this whole deal, Tyler Niles also rushed for 100 yards in this game. <laughs> he had 110 yards. So Shepard, just between two guys, had 515 yards rushing against Hutley Project. Pretty darn impressive. 
Church Day start number two. It's Max Davis out of Dillon. He had two touchdown receptions and a pick six as the Beavers staked their claim to number one in Class A. They defeated the Hamilton Bronx in a matchup of one versus two, 35-14. So really impressive by Max Davis. Also impressive by Key Christensen as well. Key Christensen, the outstanding quarterback for Dillon. Uh, he'll join us a little later on this week. I was texting with him earlier. Couldn't get it uh, ironed out for this today's show, but we'll probably hear from him uh, on Thursday. Uh, text in, by the way, correction from earlier. Um, Glacier was not up 27-0 against Butte. They're up 21-0. Thank you for the correction. That's right. Uh, from Butte, from there, then Butte went up 28-21. So uh, Butte scored 28 unanswered points, and then Butte cut it to 28-27. And then, or excuse me, Glacier cut it to 28-27 in advantage of Butte, and then Butte blocked the extra point and uh, recovered the onside's kick. So, sorry, they all get muddled together sometimes, but I appreciate the correction. That's exactly true. Uh, 21-0. The other one that's in the 400 club, Tucker Bronson of Three Forks. Um, Part of the 400 club along with Jolly Rigetti and... uh, John Bannon and um, that, that's there's four guys there in the uh, the 400 club. Charter State Star number three. We mentioned Emmanuel Mello. He's he uh, nailing the coffin in the uh, Helena High Sentinel game. They got the uh, it wasn't the game winning touchdown, but Helena High was up 21 nothing, and Sentinel cut it to 21 14, and then boom, Mello gets open on a skinny post, and he certainly received a ton of extra attention this year after having such an outstanding junior year. So his numbers aren't what they were a year ago. But Helena High getting back on track. I I thought they were going to be one of the best teams in the state this year. Had a tough start, but they've been pretty good lately, and now they're climbing up the uh, Western AA ranks. So we'll see if they can continue that. Trevor State star number four. How about Lone Peak's Julek Shipman? Five touchdown passes, four of them to Ellie Grabo. And Shipman also ran in three touchdown passes. As Lone Peak uh, gets past Sims, 64-36. Sims was number six in eight-man. So a huge win uh, for Lone Peak. Terrace Star number five, Grant Vegan. We mentioned him. Three touchdown passes uh, for the uh, Gallatin High School Raptors. Terrace Star number six, Calvin Garman. He returned two interceptions for touchdowns as Red Lodge all over roundup, 55-6. to Number seven. Grizz commit Cody Schweikert of Columbia Falls. I threw for three scores and ran for a fourth as Sea Falls rolls past Libby, 41-0. Trevor State star number eight, Brady Casagranda of Bozeman High School. He scored a couple touchdowns, rushed for over 100 yards, and uh, the Hawks, they remain the last undefeated team in Class AA. They're 7-0 after a 28-0 win over Great Falls CMR. Trevor State star uh, number Nine, another Bozeman High young man, a guy that's landed on the list twice in a row because he's had such an outstanding start to his senior season in cross country. Nathan Neal, he had a time of 14 minutes, 53.9 seconds to win the men's elite at the Nike Hole in the Wall Invitational on Saturday. Neal was the class double runner up in cross country last year to his teammate, Weston Brown. And Neal also, uh, he won the boys' number one race at the Capital City 7 on seven invitational in Helena also broke the 15 minute barrier. So he is running outstanding in, in these races. If you're running under 15 minutes, you are absolutely blazing fast. So Nathan Neal, the, the latest in a long lineage of outstanding distance runners there for the Bozeman high cross country team. And then treasure state star at number 10, Aaron Fox from the Montana Grizzlies. He's the big sky conference player of the week this week. The, uh, Grizz, a, uh, Pivotal 31-23 win over UC Davis on the road and Fonts five catches, 99 yards, and a pair of touchdowns. His two touchdowns were both highlight reel worthy. His first one, when Clifton McDowell shrugged, shrugged off a potential pass rush uh, guy who was about to sack him, rolls to his right, throws to the corner. Fonts makes a diving catch that he tips up to himself, and then it settles in the bread basket. That was impressive. Also, his ability to break off the zone coverage that UC Davis was running a little bit, get in the soft spot, and then boom, off to the races on his long touchdown. Also very impressive. Uh, Good to see this young man emerging. I I thought he has been one of the most talented players on the Grizz football team, watching them practice over the last two years. So to see him get an opportunity to do it in games and uh, really 
be a big part of the offense. Um, it's certainly been uh, fun to watch, but also important for Montana. And I think that's going to be something that remains true this week. It's so interesting because the Grizz had more scrutiny around them than pretty much any 4-1 team in the country coming into last week. Part of that's because you're the Grizz, high expectations every single year. Part of that's because you have one of the most uh, passionate and, and sometimes over-the-top fan bases in all of college football, and that's a great compliment. I mean, I, I mean that in the best way. Having people that care makes all of this mean a lot more. I mean, it's, it makes me have a job to analyze all this stuff. But I think that a, a lot of, I heard this from a lot of Grizz followers, Grizz faithful, grumbling, saying, well, you know, here we are. We're 4-1. and one. We haven't beat anybody. We're probably going to go lose at UC Davis. We're probably going to lose at Idaho. Well, they didn't go lose at UC Davis. Now they're 5-1. and one. They're number 10 in the coaches poll, number 16 in the Stats FCS poll, and they're going to number 3 Idaho. I, I still think some people are, are a little down on the Grizz, but I think there's a lot of more optimism coming out of last week. I thought they made big moves in terms of the adjustments they made on both sides of the ball. Uh, they they scored the ball at a high rate in the first half against Davis. Then Davis made some adjustments and took some stuff away. Yet the Grizz were still able to finish the game. I know their their four-minute offense was uh, still something that needs to be improved upon, but they put the, the the pressure on the defense, and the defense made the plays down the stretch. Ryder Myers' uh, forced fumble was uh, one of the key plays in the game. So it's going to be an interesting test for the Grizz on uh, Saturday in Moscow because Idaho's not going to load up the box like UC Davis and Darum because I think that they saw that Montana actually proved that they can they can beat that. They can throw some screen passes. They can get into the the outside zone, the, the read option game. They can also throw that backside pitch play that Eli Gilman scores the 85-yard touchdown on. So that's a great adjustment by the Montana offense. But I expect more resistance from the Idaho defense. On the other side is where it's going to be key. The, the Grizz have been running all these different combo coverages, a much more diverse coverage package. How does that match up with Giovanni McCoy, Aiden Hatton, Trez Trainer, Jermaine Jackson, Anthony Woods. I mean, some of the, the biggest stars offensively in the Big Sky Conference play for Idaho. So can Montana replicate that defensive performance from a week ago? You want us now, ESPN Radio, Hour One of the Bucks, Hour Two coming at you. We'll talk all things college football, including the application fee. It's been raised from 5000 to $5 million. That's a pretty steep jump. There's also a lawsuit going on in the Pac-12 that plus much more. Justin Angle in studio, the business angle. Next, keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 